Welcome to the last episode of season two of Finding Our Way. This season, we promise to dive into the more difficult places, the places that we sometimes overlook or are taught to overlook, our shadow selves. We went there with the intention of illuminating what we've taken for granted, what we've refused to see. Over the season, we've gone so many places, I feel honestly still stirring months and weeks after some of these conversations that we have, and I wonder if you all are feeling similarly. This season, we started with Tarana Burke, the founder of Me Too, and a powerful leader who has brought the conversation of sexual violence forward in this country and around the world. Tarana shared with us the origin story of her work as an organizer, how she came to be involved and committed to ending sexual violence. She also showed us the harder parts of leadership, the things that get overlooked, the way people especially try to split her work for Black liberation from her work of ending sexual violence. She also talked to us about grace and what the possibility of grace means for those who are willing to take up the mantle of leadership. In our second episode, we spoke with Bayo Kamalafe, who is just an incredible thinker, philosopher, dreamer, trickster, who brought so many questions to this podcast that I think many folks were challenged by, excited by, the end of hope. We have been running on the fumes of hope for so long. And Bio introduced another way of thinking about our activist work, our organizing work in the world. What's on the other side of hopefulness or this constant engine of hope? Is there a way to ask more troubling, more inviting questions that change what it is we value? and how it is we perceive power in the world. Vanessa Rochelle Lewis was our third guest this season, our third episode this season, and brought such significant and uncomfortable questions in such a delightful and possible way. She really taught us about this process of uglification, how we make others ugly, and along what lines, and what it means to undo or eradicate these concepts of ugliness, how we all become a little more free when we let it go and when we stop projecting our own fears of not belonging onto other people and other bodies. The next episode, we took a break from guests because it seemed important that we take a pit stop in the middle of this season and have a moment to reflect on what we're learning, what we're grappling with, what is opening up inside of us, and remembering that we have choice that all of this learning that we're doing in this moment gives us choice and options for what we choose to embody. And as we choose to embody these concepts, we want to bring practices in that help us to change, that support our transformation. And so in that episode, you got to hear me just riff on some ideas about how change happens and how we choose to embody some of these challenging, sticky, but liberating concepts that we were exploring in this season. After y'all got to hear me talk, it was Rowan White up next. And Rowan, I was really excited to have Rowan on this podcast because of the way that she talks about the possibility and seeds and the grief that we have to contend with 
when we are rediscovering our relationship with land and place. It felt so important in a season about shadows, about what we tend to skip over. In this period of, I think for many of us who are growing gardens for the first time, um, growing food or or engaging in land projects in, in any kind of way, we might have the desire or tendency to skip over the experience of grief of how far we've moved away from these practices and the traditions that came before us. And having Rowan on was just a, a beautiful reminder that not only can we hold it all, but this tiny seed is an invitation to feel more and to feel across generations. And that possibility can keep pulling us forward, even through the grief that is ours to feel. I got to talk with Kazu Haga this season, who I have known just peripherally for years, but is someone that I have watched who's brought forward these concepts of Kingian nonviolence, I think to this generation of organizers and transformative justice and restorative justice facilitators. And it was really exciting for me to be in conversation with another conflict facilitator, and one that was kind of unabashedly talking about the principles of nonviolence. The way that Kazu framed nonviolence as our active engagement in the world was such a, an illumination of what it actually takes when we talk about this question of what we choose to embody. It's actually going to take, for us to intervene in violence, it's actually going to take our action. It's actually going to take risks. And that felt like such a, an important revelation to make as we're talking about engaging in conflict and ending violence. Next up was my kin, my brother, Sean Saifa Wall. And I love talking to Saifa. Saifa is honestly family to me. And I knew that he was going to have really important medicine for this season about what it means to break out of binaries and really see the world and people as they are. And specifically making a call to protect intersex children, to value intersex lives across generations, our our ancestral connections to intersex people, to not cover up their existence for the sake of our own comfort. But there's violence in the ways that we do that. So having Saifa on the podcast to really show the liberation that is possible outside of, in between, beyond binaries, so, so important for this season. And then having my new friend Priya Parker on the podcast was such a delight. It was really fun to hang out with her. And it's fun because of the way Priya can see so deeply into the purpose of our rituals, of our coming together, of our gathering. Whether we're coming together to celebrate a life or we're coming together to engage in conflict, that being intentional and clear about our purpose opens up the depth of experience that we're able to have. And so talking to Priya is always like turning the lights on and seeing things that you didn't know were there and understanding the intricacies of things that maybe you've taken for granted before. The next episode was my brother and I answering your questions, which was really fun. It's always a highlight of this podcast to hear from you what's on your mind. What are you curious about in listening to us 
share this podcast each week. And it's always really fun to be in conversation on this podcast with my brother, who's one of the producers on the show, along with Devin Delania. But I'd love to be able to reveal more about our sibling connection, too, in part because for so many of us, we can go into the world and do our work, and that can feel so separate from our families. And this actually doesn't feel separate at all. It feels it's a part of our connection. It's a part of how we play together is through this podcast. And so it's always fun to get to share that with you all also. We were also in conversation with Phil Agnew, who is someone that's just been thinking in innovative ways about culture building and really understanding how culture fuels movements, is the very center of movements, is the result of movements, that it is all that connective tissue that keeps us together and keeps us alive and in connection, that culture holds all of that possibility. Culture holds our beliefs. It holds our practices. So um, I think of Phil as a kind of architect and creator of culture. And it was really fun to get to see the way he thinks about that and also thinks about masculinity and maleness in relationship to movement and what has to and is transforming there for the sake of all of our lives. And we rounded out this season with Miriam Kaba, who by now you know is a brilliant abolitionist thinker, philosopher, practitioner. And for many folks that have been studying abolition, she's someone that we've turned to. And in this conversation that we had, I felt like she was asking questions that we often are afraid to ask about human beings and human nature, what we feel, what's possible. For me, it makes a, a, a more liberated future feel more possible, that we're not trying to seek justice because we are good people and that's what good people do, but that we're real people and we choose this path. So that was the season. Those are all the places that we've been. Wondering if, as I was speaking, you were reflecting on the questions that came up for you when we were at any of those points in any of those conversations. It, it, was, a, it was a really, really transformative season for me. I felt like I was very, very much in my learning along with you all, along with the other guests, hopefully, on this season. And I hope that you can hear and feel the ways that the, the shadow kind of lived in all of the conversations that we had this season. The first season, we really wanted to dream big and point in a particular direction, open up the possibility. We were in the middle of uprisings and elections. What's possible, even in the midst of incredible challenges? And this season, we wanted to look into those spaces that we often don't bring intention. We often don't bring the courage to kind of see what's, what's hidden inside of each of us. We wanted each of those conversations to make it a little bit more possible for us to be thoughtful and be real. And we hope this season did that for you. I think it really did that for us. So I think our invitation for you all, as we are finding our way together, is to really notice where you felt uncomfortable, disturbed, challenged, where you disagreed, where you were afraid to take the risk. What lives in your own shadows? What are you just allowing yourself to see for the first time? This has been 
an incredible journey once again, season two of Finding Our Way with you all to be in these questions of who we are going to choose to be as a people, what it is that we're going to embody. We're grateful for you all being on this journey with us. I mean, we're so, 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 so grateful um, to be building this community of people asking these really important questions, living into these really important questions. So we want to thank you again for being with us during this season. As we close out season two and these episodes, like season one, we're going to invite you into more community. We are going to be hosting our sessions again this year. So some folks from season two are going to be sharing some sessions that you all can participate in. We'll be sharing how you can get access to those very, very soon. Um, But we're really excited to continue the learning, continue the practice with you all, and to share those sessions with you. There will be a kickoff party on Instagram, so please put that on your calendar to hang out with us on IG Live with a special guest. And I just want to say thank you on here to the folks that work on this podcast that don't get to have their voices on here as much as me. Uh, Devin Delania, thank you for producing this podcast. Thank you for putting so much love into the images into everything that we share online. To my brother, Eddie Hemphill, thank you so much for this season, your direction, your co-production, your recording, all the ways that you guide me and shape what I share. Thank you for that. And then Amy Pinion, who's helped us out with some editing this season. Thank you, Amy, for putting your love and your listening into this podcast. We're so grateful. And thank you for all the listeners. We look forward to connecting for season three. Finding Our Way is co-produced and edited by Eddie Hemphill, co-production and visual design by Devin Delania. Assistant editing by Amy Pignon. Please make sure to rate, subscribe, and review wherever it is that you listen to this podcast. You can also find us on Instagram at Finding Our Way Podcast or email us with questions, suggestions, or feedback at findingourwaypod at gmail.com. You can also help sustain the podcast by becoming one of our Patreon subscribers. You can find us on Patreon at Finding Our Way Podcast. Thank you for listening to Finding Our Way. Finding Our Way.